back. We back. Look, 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 look. We decided to go ahead and have something special for y'all today for our monumental episode at Geeks at the Nerds Table. I really want y'all to sit back, lean back, bring that chair up to the table. We got some stuff to really talk about. Right now, we're at the Ambler area at a special Comic-Con that they're having here. There's a lot of stuff for us to go ahead and show you on our IG Live as well as our IG. Just check out the pictures and stuff there. But, you know, before I go down to all the meat and the potatoes, I just want to introduce the people that's going to be around. George, say something, man. Yo, yo, what's up, peoples? Kev, Kev is in the building. This feels very different. This ain't our studio. Where are we? (laughs) (laughs) All new. Mikey Mike. What's going on? We're all here just experiencing this wonderful event that we have here. We have a lot to bring you. We have a lot to go ahead and show y'all guys. Stay tuned. Man, I cannot wait to have these special interviews with all these wonderful people around. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're here live right now at the Ambler's Comic Con, sitting at the table. And you know what? While we're waiting for more folks to show up and come on in, I wanted to go ahead and talk about the things that we're reading about, seeing about, and everything is going on with DC. And that's why Mike jumped in the way he did. He's extra excited, I think. I don't think excited was the word, man. He took your thunder. I mean, this is, this is also the same guy, too, who I saw walk by, and then he said he came in, he said hi to us. Went back out and bought more comic, comic books. <laughs> yeah, I can't pay some floppies, man. There's a box then, of comic books, and I got like 10 of them, and they're all good stuff. And then about about like 10 minutes later, me, my, me and Shay go outside, go walk around. We're looking. All oh, we see is Mike looking at more comic books. There was more comic book boxes. You can't pay us up a long box. <laughs> dollar comics are hard to come by. They're a dollar? Some yeah, of them. and then there's, and there's bins. Hold like, up, Mike. Is there anything left? From the dollar box. No, I got the uh, Flash Rebirth. I got the first appearance of Cowards of Rail. Uh, oh, really? What else did I get? Yeah. Ooh, hold on See, to that, that's bro. A re- that's a I got this one. crazy uh, G.I. Joe cover that has all the G.I. Joes on it. I'm talking there's like 200 characters on it. It was a dollar. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. Do you see why he ran out? Yeah, I ain't even mad at him now. No, he went out twice. Not once. Twice. And he bought everything. And meanwhile, George walks by him. I'm like, you walk by Spike? He's like, where? <laughs> I see him like duck down in the ground. He's like, yeah, don't mind me. I'm just looking at <laughs> Yeah. So I have to say, it's called Sweaty Nerds. When you start picking through them floppies and you get there, that, that bead of sweat comes on your forehead and you start getting like, hey, hey it's comic books, Sweaty Nerds. <laughs> well, gentlemen, we've made it. Yeah, yeah, yes. We made it, gentlemen. We, we made we, it. We finally made it. Have yes. a good one, guys. Have a good Take one. Take care. So... We sitting here and we're talking to you know, cosplay uh, characters in front of us, talking to families that's here. What an awesome time to just be here, just to record our tenth episode, guys. Number our tenth ten. episode. Tenth episode. Number this ten. This is the doozy here, guys. Ten. Double digits. Double dig. Yeah, go figure. You can, like, look at yeah. us go. We came a lot, like, like look at us. Yay! Yay! Ten, Yay. ten episodes. First con. You know what I mean? Meet some great people. Some great vendors. And listen, you guys are going to be able to hear all of that. You know, it'll be 411 later. We'll get those little breakdowns. 
everything is happening. Everything. It's happening. You don't want to get louder, Kev? Are you scared? Are you scared, Kev? I think he is scared. Get louder. No, wait. Oh, okay. Save it for later. Uh, Pretend you're not in public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so. Yeah. That's, you know what? that's right, Kev. You're not concealed in yeah. a little room. Yay. <laughs> where no one can see in, you. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Now everybody can see you and all your antics. Yeah, it's different when they see you, bro. <laughs> that's fine. They'll know who I am. <laughs> they will soon. They will soon. They will, they will soon now. <laughs> everybody, we will have video of all this later. Oh, yeah. So yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Like I said, it's happening. It's all right. There we All go. Right. All right. So look, 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 look. Okay. So I decided to go ahead and, and while we talk about the DC stuff, I decided to go ahead and plug in the segment of what the blip. Now, it's going to be kind of put into a little bit of a different type of spin because it's going to be what the blip. Because this, mark? yeah. Because I don't know for sure if it's a good thing or not. Oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah. True. I don't true know that. if it's a bad thing or not. I think it's more leaning towards good. You would uh, think, right? You would. Th- you, you would think. You would think, but you know, if you if you take ten dollars out of my pocket, I'm mad. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just saying. But if you take in four, like ninety billion dollars or a million dollars that they did for this film, oh no, I'm upset. But mm, you know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's a what the blip? What the blip? I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know. But uh, Mike, this apparently has been on you for a while. Hit. Tell me what you think. Okay, so I went through a few steps of grieving. At first, I was mad. <laughs> then I was kind of in a bit of disbelief. Like, why would they do this? And then I came to understanding. If they agree a movie is not good enough for big screen and they don't want to dump millions of more dollars into it, I understand that. I am so sad that um, good to see you, bro. Leslie Grace doesn't get to be the character that she wanted to be. Um, she seems like an awesome human being, and um, she uh, there's pictures of her going to children's hospitals in costume um, as a father of a daughter. Um, seeing a character like Batgirl on the big screen, um, it, it gets me choked up because I know that's something my daughter could see and, and uh, strive for. Um, there does need to be uh, representation like that always. Um, and tucking it away for no one to ever see again, it's a hard decision, um, but again, if they're going to tuck it away because it's not good enough, that m- might be for the best. No, but here's the thing, and, 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 and y'all can cut me off in, in a second, but I don't think it was a thing of it was a bad film at all. That's not what they were saying. They were actually saying that everything was good on it. Everything was ready to go. They just didn't want to put more money when it comes to the post-production. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, no, what y'all did was good, but we don't want to put no more money in, so therefore let's kill the whole joint. Let's take our L. See, the quotes I had heard were um, an okay TV movie, like maybe half a step above CW. So from what I've been seeing, it doesn't look like Discovery wants to go TV movie route. They want to go big screen movie route. You know what I mean? And I think if they are going to go ahead that way, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Because everybody nowadays is just making movies like how Netflix is doing. And it's like, yeah, it's for a stream. It's not going to take you to that movie feel when you go into a theater like we always do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if they are going to go that route, I'm okay with it. The good thing is, though, that she will still be 
in the DC universe in some way, shape, or form. So she's not completely X'd out of DCU. She's going to be in the movies um, in the future. So we'll still see her in the suit, kicking butt, like we were expecting when we saw this movie. That's one of the positives. Now, that's what I was going to say, too. Now, the ability of actually seeing her still on the screen, maybe, hopefully this makes sense, maybe it would allow for her character to actually shine the way that she really should shine mm -hmm. instead of being a half-step behind type of shining. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, because the last thing, look, we already know when it comes to all the other movies that's out there, when it's time for us to watch it and we hate it, I don't care what else this, this person's in. I don't want to see this character anymore. You know what I mean? That's because they just do the character so wrong. So hopefully, them doing this reset button on this, but still holding on to the character, we can go ahead and still love this character even though you know, the product originally wasn't bad. So if they are going to reset everything, is she like you said, she's going to be a part of it, so they're going to take away the Michael Keaton Batman and make it more... Maybe I see. I don't know. I, like, we know this this Batgirl thing is going to be in a different universe. It's going to be Michael Keaton's Batman. So, like, what are you going to take it to the current universe of DC? Or so I think they're just going to flip everything from here on out. Uh, from what it looks like and how they went about this discovery, just kind of scrapping that movie. I feel like they're just going to make their own route. If I'm not mistaken, they have somebody for CEO. To help start running that and getting everything situated. Is that so Zaslov? Yeah. So I think at this point, they know what they have to do, and they're executing those early stages right now. They're just getting the CEO. They're getting the director who's going to get everything situated and timelined. Because that's what we need. We need timeline. They just want to play with the sword, bro. It's cool. <laughs> they're, they're, they did come out and say they have the sword, a 10-year cool. plan, <laughs> which is exciting. Um, I know. I with in that 10 year plan there is Aquaman 2 mm -hmm. uh, Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman 3 which leads me to believe they're not going to scrap everything that's come before maybe just pivot from it which yeah. is a good idea so they're going to they're going to scrap this movie but they're not going to scrap the flash so there's some there's stuff going on with that cuz I that think is, he finally got arrested there's, there's like three options yes. i heard there's three options when it comes to that movie I, he finally one got scrapping it the other one's just releasing it and the other one was like um I believe this reshooting. I think it was. I, believe I mean, listen, so. if they go reshoot, that's that's more money out of their pocket at this Reshoots point. Reshoots have not worked traditionally yeah. for uh, Warner Brothers in DC. Let's look at the um, the original cut of Justice League. Yeah, and Miller. Um, they are playing two characters at the very least. There's mainline Barry Allen, and then I guess Keaton versus Barry Allen. Um, so I say, put it out. Peel the band-aid off, get it out, start your new plan, bring back Apple. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. need to put that in there. <laughs> yeah, buddy. And you know what's funny? They can have the whole entire movie and do everything that they want to do and literally have, well, pull a Marvel and do an after credit scene and just kill everything they did in the movie. You can take it right out of the comic book. At the end of the Flashpoint storyline where Barry reset everything and took it into the New 52 in 2011, it was a complete reboot of the entire DC universe. Um, so Barry went back, he saved his mom from dying, and the ripple effects of that was um, felt throughout every hero in the universe. Um, Barry, went, uh, Barry was um, fought uh, Reverse Flash, and uh, throughout, uh, it was like a million comics. At the end of it, um, 
Barry came back to the mainline DC universe and gave um, a note to Batman that was from Thomas Wayne, who was the Batman of the New 52, or the uh, Flashpoint universe. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, Bruce Wayne look, took the note, he looked at it, and it said something to the effects of, just be happy, Bruce, signed Thomas. And yeah. Bruce cried, he said, you're one hell of a messenger. Um, they can do that in the movie. All you got to do is have him take it from Michael Keaton, bring it to Ben Affleck, who was just seen on mm. the Aquaman set. Yeah, and yeah, he was. He was there. Maybe '89 Bruce can say, "Just be happy, Bruce," Ooh. to um, Ben Affleck, and you know you got your comic book tie in there. Yes, sir. I like that. <laughs> yeah, now, that's they, now that's the other question I want to ask you, people. Are they permanently bringing back Ben Affleck, or you think that was only this only just for Aquaman? They well, back they back that truck up to get him to uh, Aquaman. But the question is, what is he doing in Aquaman? I'm there sure was talk of um, Michael Keaton being an Aquaman, um, and now with the scrapping of Leslie Grace's Batgirl, um, obviously they're going to have to change their plans a little bit. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're a lot. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're changing things with Ben Affleck, bring him back, um, which is okay. I like Robert Pattinson. Oh, I, say, a, I, oh, I say, go ahead, say it, Mike. I know. I, I, I want to know how it tastes after you say it. Go ahead. I really enjoyed Ben Affleck. I loved Ben Affleck in uh-huh. BVS, and then <clears throat> uh, maybe okay in Justice League. Okay, no, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> and go then uh, Snyderverse was also or the um, not Snyderverse, the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. He was he was amazing. Um, what bummed me out about him was when he said, "Nah, I don't want it anymore." You get someone in there who wants it. You get someone in there who wants it. That kills it for me. Um, but if he's coming back and he's going to do full steam, then I'm cool with it. All right. So, look, that's going to be our first little bit of talk when it comes to at least the DC portion. We have a whole lot more to give y'all guys coming really, really soon in this podcast. So hang on tight. We got you. We got you. Just hang on. Put your seatbelt on, bro. We are live. We are live. This is we different. We be live. This is different. This, this is, is different. This is weird. I got to see our ugly mugs now. <laughs> yeah, hi. Hi, Larry. What's hi. up? We got camera here. We got camera there. Hey, oh. camera. Yeah, camera. We, we set up in two camera. locations today. Bam, bam, bam. Double whammy. We're good? And bam. So Make first thing first, hello, everybody. What's up? What's up? Say, Larry, George, Jorge, Mike. Mike. And me. You, what's your name, Kev. bro? What's your name? Come on, dude. How do you introduce everyone else, but I'm the only one I have to introduce myself? You're the one that said, hi, I'm Paul. <laughs> Damn, that was a missed opportunity. <laughs> Backyardigans intro. Gosh darn it. <laughs> Cue the Backyardigans intro. Hi, I'm Paul. <laughs> and Kev. Uh, Kev. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, we're officially here, Ambler's Comic Con, inside the, uh, it's not Studio H. Uh, like, what they call the event space? Meeting it's hall? Meeting, meeting hall, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we in Studio uh, Z. Yeah. The last one. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> the small one, but it's the last one, but we here. Yeah. And hi, everyone. Thanks for going to be watching this later. Oh, my God. Hi. This is so weird, man. They can see I our know. faces this is, now. Yeah, this is weird. Yes. Shoot, I should have shaved. People are going to say, like, where's the dumb one? Oh, that's right, Larry, because he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> wow, this, this, this come at Larry today. Uh, 
Well, we always said that how your Star Wars theories, people will look at you and be like, Larry, you suck. Yeah, that's true. But your that's sequel true. theories like, and your, uh, like, and you your opinions what? about Larry, it. Larry, once again. You suck. You suck. <laughs> But that's all right. Yeah, well, that's well, all right. I think I had some uh, help on some of them theories, like oh, <laughs> the whole no. like astral projection. No, no, no. R two could have did that with a double A battery; would have been fine. Yep, dude. I know. So you know, I gave you credit on that. I know. I remember. Yeah, I said I got that from Mike Barry. <laughs> when you said that, me and George looked at each other. We're just like. It's so true. Yeah, like, no, yeah. It's true. It's Luke's so cool. He's doing this, and that. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's back home chugging some of that blue slosh milk stuff <laughs> that came from I'm not even going to mention it and no, um, no. Nah, he's just chilling out and he croaked like idiot he's like he's so powerful Me- remember, no, remember that time so we got stupid. all three I'm on sorry. the screen together no me either no no, no. <laughs> uh, 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 remember when he was killing a whole bunch of kids I try not to. No, no. <laughs> we haven't no. seen it yet. We're not going to talk no, about I, it. But, but, but that time we had old Leia, old children. Han, and old Luke together. Remember, remember that? Uh, no. 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 Sorry. No. no. So I remember when Finn Star didn't Wars? become a Jedi? Uh, oh. No. Let's not get into that again. No. That was like. That no. Was, yeah, no. So remember no. when they got into like war profiteering? <laughs> That was Star Wars, <laughs> right? That was yeah, Star Wars. definitely. <laughs> in other words, all the cool stuff that we wanted to see in Star Wars, we didn't flip and see. And then when we did, it was like, once again, Luke Look. Skywalker, first scene. <laughs> <laughs> we had to go through that to boil it down and get it back to basics. Take it back to Tatooine. Take it back to a Mandalorian. Yes. Throw in some Baby Yoda. Let's go. That's where it is. That is where it is. Yeah, yeah, the yes. night is darkest before the dawn. Ooh. And well, I would love for them to just start everything right from where we're at right now. Because we saw, in my opinion, and I, and I grew up as a huge uh, Return of the Jedi fan. I mean, that's one of my old-time favorite movies ever, especially absolutely. when I was a kid. Yep. And It's my favorite as well. <laughs> so we went from that Luke, which we thought was like the best Luke to see, and come to find out it was not the best Luke for us to see, because the best Luke that we saw... Was in Mandalorian. Yes, sir. That last that scene of season two was amazing. Mm. I cried. Uh, that was, uh, it's, I especially cried. when we didn't see who it was. That you just saw the glove. It's like it's Luke, bro. I saw <laughs> the it, lightsaber. And I knew who yeah, it was. That's when it hit me. I knew. I was like, once I saw that lightsaber, I'm just then like, you see I him mowing down, him down in that down. hallway, bro. Zoom, 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 you went. You, you zoom, took just your daddy's like, footsteps and did exactly the same thing. Just like how Ahsoka said. Mm-hmm. Just like just, his father. Just like his mm-hmm. father. Yeah. Oh, because that Rogue One. That rogue one scene. Uh, uh, that was that was that was that was Marvel all by itself. That was the that was best best scene they ever done. Best that was a reshoot too. That was added in yeah. after the fact. Yeah. But you know what though? That's one of those reshoots that actually work. Bingo. Yeah. Actually work. Because it was everything we always wanted. We never seen that whole boarding tandem four. Maybe. And then you see it and you're just like, oh my god. Maybe maybe DC should learn some uh you know, some of my Ideas and everything. Learn Maybe from them. So. Yeah, DC's getting there. They're gonna slowly th- but surely. They're bringing back Michael Keaton. They scrapped the other movie, but Michael Keaton's gonna be in Flashpoint. Michael Keaton got sc- is about to be scrapped in two movies. Listen, the man he's still gonna he's be in Flashpoint, anyway. I believe. He's still getting paid. <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure his pockets is not hurting no. at all. Oh he's no, still getting the dude's ducats. like seventy five. No. He's still getting is paid he? though. <laughs> is he? <laughs> is he really that old? I didn't yeah, think he's he was that old. He's he's getting up there in age, guys. Thank you, Google. Definitely, yeah. Brittany just said, don't touch your phone. Ouch. 
Yeah, don't move your phone. You know why? We're not going to talk about it, though. Oh, yeah, just in case y'all don't know. Y'all may not see them, but they work in their behinds off. We have Brett, Brett, watch the flash. Watch. There, there you go. That's that's Brittany. Bam, that's Brittany. I think I played with that one, Brett. we have Kim over on the other camera. Then we have Shayla's over there. She's she's our bodyguard right now. She got the muscle. Yo, Yo don't hurt him. Don't hurt him, Don't hurt him. <laughs> So, yeah, so we have the whole entire GNT crew here, minus Chris. That's okay. He's in Greece. He's in Greece right now. He's in Greece. He's visiting family. Dude, he's visiting family. Yeah, wait, I didn't know he was Greek. Does he have a place to stay, or you get a hotel? Yo, I, I can fit in a suitcase, bro. Wow. He's got family down there, and he, he's got a hotel with his parents. His dad is Greek. Look, the closest thing I got to Greece is what I put in my hair this morning before I left. That's that's it. This is this. I mean, I got a yeah, coffee once. That was about it. These curls come natural, but it's hard, man. You gotta put some grease on that. I wouldn't know. My hair's gone uh, away. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Back to what we talking about. But yeah. Oh, Yo. So 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 Ambler Comic Con, guys. So what do you guys? I mean, we've been here since. Well, nine o'clock like this morning. Nine o'clock this morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um. So like, what have you guys seen so far that's been like appealing? Kind of cool. What are you guys like? Just the atmosphere. Honestly, it's the atmosphere yeah. with the people. People around the people that we met—that that's here. Same reason we're here. It's amazing. Plus, it's a gorgeous day too. Yeah, it's nice out today, man. It's perfect. Uh, I ran into some of my friends from our uh, Facebook group called Culturally Nerdy in Bucks County. Um, we have a chat together. They're very cool guys. Nice to see you. That was nice, nice, nice faces. Everybody seems so happy and right. So yeah, that was that was good. Can, you know what? Can we mention Dollar Comics again? Dollar comics. <laughs> Dar- yeah. dollar, dollar, dollar comics. comics. Yeah, it's going oh man, you and them dollar right. comics, bro. I'm telling you, he looked <laughs> like a scavenger. He was in there like, nope, 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 nope. The no. first thing he did after he said hi to us was, oh, I need to go see the comics. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, where's Mike? And then about like a half hour later, me and Shay go out to look around and then we look to our left and here we see him in the bin. There's more pins. You got to memorize covers. You got to memorize covers. Shoot. Like, there, were, there were a lot of cool comics four, over there. There were boxes of comic books. The crazy part car. is the guy actually has everything categorized. So like it's like a yeah. color coding thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there. It's like purple's like first appearances. I'm like, that's what you need to be looking for yeah. right now. Because all these yeah. new characters coming up. Yeah. And, you know, talking to a buddy of mine from the studio, uh, Matt, and his brother actually do a lot of comic book scavenging. Just for the sake of, hey, this is the first appearance. This is going to sell when they when they release that character into whatever they're in. You know what I mean? So to streamline it and make it really easy, um, there's an app called uh, Key Collector where it has you type in any comic book and it'll tell you, hey, this is the first appearance of so-and-so. It'll just bring up the key issues from every comic ever. Oh, it's word. free. Okay. Shoot. Damn. Yeah. So, okay. So yours the comic books. Yes, sir. Right. Your, yours is characterizing comic books, huh? Yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, no, you know, from, in like in this short amount of time, it's, it's been a, y'all got well. We've been here for a while, but in our short amount of time, we met some extremely talented people in yes, this building. Yes, we did. You know, it's you know, it's always co- it's always cool when you get to really be around our crew. And you know, get a chance to talk to them and all the knowledge that they have with photography, with your just your knowledge all together, Mike, Kev, with just uh, the the things that you just look up. And I mean, we have a lot of talent here, but then when you look beyond here and we see 
this gentleman over here in the J1 studio. He's over, oh, you're going to see his picture. Oh, you're no, going to hear his voice real soon. You yeah, got he, my he's man. Oh, he's right over now. He's happy. Right he happy. Yeah. The man genius. <laughs> oh, 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 don't hurt him. Don't hurt him, bro. Mm. Spider, don't hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> don't split I, your jeans now. Come on. <laughs> I asked this guy, I was like, how do you, like, from, like, genesis of your brain to, like, getting it out, how does it happen? He said, I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he's over here like, that's, yeah, pretty much. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, but, no, this man over here, we're we, we going to call him Spider-Man. My man right now, he has two games that's being played right next to us, two card games that he made. Character-wise, everything. He made it. Mm-hmm. And my daughter was literally lost in the sauce for, okay, I'm sorry. She's still, she's playing. still there. She's still, she's still there. Playing. She's still she over there playing these up. games. Yo, no, but uh, she's got in the game. It, the crazy part is that he, she played the game once, and once she figured out the game, it was over. It was simplistic, and it was easy to pick up. And he was, as he said earlier, it's something that your parents can learn. You know what I mean? And play with you at any time, and it won't feel weird. You know, it won't feel out of place. And to kind of summarize what the game is, it's kind of like, like he was uh, describing, it was uh, Marvel versus Capcom with Tekken in card form. So it's kind of really cool how that works, and the point system is really simple, and I, I'm waiting to go ahead and get a try myself. This, yeah, me too. You want to play? Let's go. Play it later? Let's, Let's go. go. It's Let's on, go. son. Well. This man won 20 <laughs> awards for this game. Bear in mind. Yeah, no, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely showing. I have never played a card game in my life, and because um, I pff, never understood them ever, didn't even try, and I picked that up within thirty seconds, a minute, and me and uh, Larry's daughter were playing pretty good. She beat me, but um, we'll see. Round two. Yeah, she closed kicked a little you behind. Bit. But yep. you know what? I guess I'm going to get a chance to learn because she ended up buying that deck, and guaranteed. Uh, my lovely wife. That's also sitting over there. Hi, Keisha. Hey, How you doing? Keisha. Hi. Hi, baby. How you doing, baby? I guarantee uh, she ain't going to be playing that game. No, that's all you, bro. At all. That's what you're here for. And guarantee that, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah that's all me. That is all that's you. All, it's all me. It's all me. So I'm going to be playing and learning the game, too, guys. Yo, hey, listen, yeah, man. Yeah, we do a podcast yeah, at the yeah, studio. Hey, we, we can, can do, do a quick run Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Little, yeah. little card yeah. battles at the studio. Oh, God. It's time to duel. So, oh, wait, we're wrong, wrong game. Sorry. So yeah, so yeah, so uh, so J One Studio is right next to us over here, uh, but over there is the gentleman. His name is Michael. Uh, we want to get more information about everything he does. He's an amazing, an amazing comic book artist as well as writer. Uh, and so much when I first met this gentleman a number of months ago. Once again, the same daughter that fleeced us for this game. Uh, it's the same daughter that also bought two comic books of his. Because she was just so compelled by the things that he actually wrote and, and made. So we, we're around that gentleman as well. Then we have the guys over here in EP. Is that, is that an O or an EPOS? EPOS, thank you. So you have the you have these lovely group now. These guys over here at EPOS, they have their own comic book line. Everything is going on. We have guys that's over here at Penn Boca uh, Studio. This Spider Man trying to climb in. <laughs> yeah, yo, he get in here, bro. No, uh, no, 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 we ain't gonna make you. You gonna just do it on your own. There he is. That's the man right is. there. That's the one. J One Studios. Hey, everybody, it's your boy Jay Rich. You know me, Spider-Man, all day, every day. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> uh, 
What, what, what's going down, brother? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? Look, look, I'm sorry. Years of voice acting, so I can't help it. Oh, wait, put on the, put on the smooth jazz. Let me, voice. let me see what you got. Uh, what is your guy? Uh, I, I do all kinds of stuff. I'm the, I'm the voice of the Showboat Hotel in Atlantic City. Uh, where it's like, uh, welcome to Atlantic City Showboat Hotel. No, where you wait, can enjoy you them. Yeah, yeah. That's no, me. <laughs> listen, this guy is like, like he's SpongeBob, what you doing? All that. Squidward. <laughs> I have to do. That's actually a gig I have to do soon. I have to do a Mr. Crab thing. So I've been focusing on that, and I do like like you know advertisements and movie trailers. You know, like in a world where a man meets another man and finds out. You know, like, uh, like that. go on. <laughs> Please continue. That trailer sounds great. <laughs> a young boy meets a young man and a dog, John Travolta and Danny DeVito in. Where's my daddy? Cue the music. Just random explosion. Yeah. And they walk away. Where's my dog? Like, Danny DeVito is the dog. Danny DeVito is the dog. And like, he, he's just dressed up. He's like, Wolf. <laughs> just says that every, every hour. Whoa, like, money, whoa, money. Whoa, oh, man, they can't great. afford to have him say anymore. So he's just like, no, yeah, you guys, they just got to lose it. Yeah. yeah, no, that's it. That's all you're getting out of him. Uh, but uh, tell us a little bit more about your game, real quick. I know we gave a little bit of a broad idea, but you, you're the man behind the mystery. Like this is you. I, I, work, I work on a lot of stuff. I, I work on games. I work on comics, anime. You know, TV shows, movies, commercials, all the stuff, all the nerdy stuff. Music. That's, that's what we're here for. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're uh, here for. I guess the game. Uh, uh, which one? The fighting game. Yeah, yeah go for the fighting. Uh, yeah, yeah. The fighting game is VT Heroes. It's a 1v1 fighting game. It's an arcade fighting game that happens to just be put in card form. Not the other way around like most games. They're card games that have elements of fighting games. I took the elements of fighting games and put them into cards. So it's fast-paced, easy to learn. It's what I call parent-proof. So for the people and the parents <laughs> Thank God. who don't know. There you go, Larry, just for you. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't know how to play card games, this is the perfect game for you. And then a new one that we're doing a beta test over there for is Rival Aim, and that's a shooter. I took Call of Duty and turned it into a party game that plays as easy as Uno. Listen, he called, he got me at Call of Duty and card game, because you got to think, that's fast-paced, that's moving the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I, 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 I like how, look, listen. So I'm black. <laughs> um, we go to the cookout, and yeah. everybody either playing Uno or Spades. I kind of wanted space, to add space. a little extra twist on it because I know we all either play, not we all because all black people play 2K, but it's just we <laughs> we happen to like Madden. We happen to like 2K and Call of Duty. It's a thing. It's an official black thing, like a Newport. Um, <laughs> like I like Final Fantasy, though. I like Final Fantasy. Yo, yeah, Final yeah. Fantasy. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like. I mean, uh, no, 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 no. I know. Like, listen, I love fighting games. I love anything anime-wise. Like, I, I work. Uh, I have to. I, 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 I got you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The cookout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I wanted to make something that was simple that people could play, no matter how turnt they get, and it can involve more than just a one v one action. So this uh, this shooter rival aim is two to ten players, and it has all the elements of a shooter. Like there's melee attacks, there's range attacks. You can take cover, you can run away. There's common loot, rare loot, legendary loot, and there's even a nuke. 
So Ooh, like what? it's all the things that what? Yeah, yeah, it's all the things. Once you you probably heard us yelling over there earlier. No, yeah, that yeah. was us, like, because you trash talk through it just like you would at Spades and like. All so we're about to start settling disputes with this game, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I want people to. I want families to fight. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just want. I'm here to break up all the families. I'm And the camera over there. I'm here to break up all the families with a card game. Uh, put down the uh, new uh, grandma. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Somebody nuke grandma. Nuke grandma. Grandma gonna so, get nuked. Oh man. If you take yeah, that yeah. last little spoon of banana pudding, it's on. Yeah, it's yeah, on. Yeah. It's on. Yo, take her out. <laughs> there is a sniper in the game, so like, like, take her out. Yo, like, Kev. Captain Price, take him out. Snipe Grandma. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, I, right now I have a week left on that, a week or so left on the uh, Indiegogo for Rival Aim, because anyone who donates to that and picks any of the tiers, they're going to get the game at least two to possibly three months before it even gets uh, released publicly. So you get your hands on some early stuff. And then check out, I got an anime in production. Uh, hopefully we uh, have a thing with Netflix uh, soon. Uh, look up Ajaka, Lost in Rome. If you like violence and black people. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm, uh, no, you're good. I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a trash human being sometimes. But no, no, it, it's literally God of War meets Gladiator. Starring uh, uh, the main character is Ajaka, the king from like the times of history and all that stuff. So it's like a historical fiction with a lot of action and violence. Uh, I'm the executive producer. Uh, we already did a Kickstarter for it, and that was successful. And so it's all in production now. I'm also doing a couple voices in it. So I, I and, do a lot of stuff. And we already saw kind of a couple little shots. Yes. You know, from graphic from it. Yeah. Oh, it looks absolutely stunning. Phenomenal, it, bro. It looks absolutely stunning. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, Seriously. yeah, no, the team is uh, actually, it is probably the blackest animation ever made. I'm going to say that loud because it is literally made by a Nigerian animation studio. Word. Uh, my studio, J1 Studios, is a black studio, so it's just black, blackity black. Um, <laughs> and then on top of that, it's, what is really awesome is that there's Nigerian men and women animating this. So you have different representation without it being all wokey woke. It's just actually like real, what I call real representation. Because I, right. I, I hate when things get like pandering. Like they're like, like, I don't know, it's weird. Like when they make stuff, they're like, they make it hey, black people, you like this? Want to yeah. spend your money on this? This is a little uh, awkward. We you know put some they? blacks in it. Mm, <laughs> we put a couple women in it. You like it? Mm. <laughs> okay. uh, no, no. There's, there's, like, like, just put some dope <laughs> stuff out. Larry's face really tells a lot. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm very vocal on the interviews with that. I Go apologize. For it, man. I'm 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 so uh, I'm so I'm so sorry. Can I be honest with you? For the work that you're doing, and you're proud of the work that you're doing, it only makes sense that you want to talk good about it. Yeah. It only course. makes sense that you want to go and hype it up. It only makes sense you put your all into it. Why? Because it's your work that you're proud of. So now, please go ham. Yeah. <laughs> and then come out <laughs> to Atlantic City. Y'all better. I hope to see y'all in Atlantic City. Yo, I, that's in what? Listen, November. In November. That. That's like, right. I'm November fourth that. through the sixth. I own the longest running black-owned <laughs> anime convention in the country. Say no more. We so, like, like I want some real. Now I hear black folks always like, "Yeah, that's dope." Show your black. Mm -mm, I'm sorry. I don't that's know. Okay, what that's okay. PG, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bring your uh, dark behinds, <laughs> bring all the brown to my convention if y'all really about that life. 
because a lot of people say they're about that life and don't really support that stuff. I have an issue with that. I could go on a whole rant with that because the Kickstarter for it is all black, all anime stuff because, mind you, everybody on Twitter and Instagram be like, we want representation, me, give me. None of those people that say that support stuff. Yep. I'm going to tell you that 100%. Yeah. Because all those black folk that was on Instagram going like, this is dope, this is dope. About 10% of the earnings from the Kickstarter were from black folk. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that there was some white folk that came to me and was like, wow, I thought more black folk would support this. I'm like, yeah, me too. We even launched it on, uh, we launched a Kickstarter on, like, Black History Month. I went all black on it. Wow, like, I went, went from I went, I went bottom, like, Zimbabwe right. on this thing. And, like, yeah, no, 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 nothing, nothing. No, I mean, we still got to fund it, but, like, I'm kind of like, hmm. Uh, I, I see where you're coming from. What, what are some of your deep, deep influences going back to when you... Uh, oh, no. What, what are you talking <laughs> about? Uh, as far as anime, what are some of your, uh, beginner, your, your beginner drug animes um, that, that got you inspired to, uh, actually, go to, to go the avenues that you have gone? Um, wow. That's, that's funny because uh, one of the earlier black and white animes that were out was Tobar the Eighth Man, which is uh, just robot backwards. Uh, His superpower was he had joints in his belt. And he would literally take a joint out and smoke it and, like, get his power. <laughs> no lie. It was a black and white. This is before there was even color in, in on TV. Like, I know a lot of history on anime. I've worked in this stuff for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say whenever people ask me, like, what was my big influence, it's, it's a massive stuff. Because I love the the, the genre, as a, the, the medium as a whole. Because I don't even see it as a genre. I see it as a, a form of a medium, right? So stuff like... Uh, Ninja Scroll. Ninja Scroll will, will always be a favorite anime movie in, in my life. Uh, Fatal Fury, the motion picture, because I love fighting games and I love Japanese fighting games. So Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. Except for the American version, because it was trash. You know how it gets. Everything over there, it's they the go only right. one blockbuster no, no, had. No, no, it's really weird, though. Like animation, no, no. Animation-wise and everything, it was beautiful, but because... They didn't have the rights, and Sony had bought the rights to uh, distribute it. Sony always instead of, Sony. instead of actually having the theatrical, because it was a big theatrical release in Japan. What they did was they used the top 40s from Sony Music Video and and switched out the soundtrack. So it just had like Alice in Chains randomly in there and all that stuff. And I was like, what? But then they fixed it with the new Blu-ray that's out. So I was like, because I know the audio director. He was like, yeah, we fixed that. (laughs) (laughs) One second, sir. (laughs) If you could hear the rants over the last number of months of his love for Sony right now. Oh, no, no. Listen, I I love Sony. I have to say that. I I love you, Sony. Yes, we love Sony. Um, Sony. um, Uh, Sony. You know what I love the most about Sony. My PS5 is amazing. <laughs> yeah, fantastic it, Gra- graphics. Stop delaying games. That's all I got to say. Oh, all right, all right. It's getting personal. I, I mean, I can't, I can't complain. I, I had mine. I had mine on day zero. Oh. I had my PS5 at day zero, so I, uh, that's like the only part that's good then. Yeah, just yeah. saying. Yo, but <laughs> I, I love it. No, just on the media end of it, because like you could talk to it and all that stuff. Yeah, like, like it, it's fun. I know. It's we, fun. we we on there. We on there. Yeah, uh, I love I love it. Plus, I, I worked just, for I did stuff for Sony, so I still love Sony. If they ever so want to hire me again, 
Just okay. so you know, he's Kev McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Punish him, Sony. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I love you guys. Just not what you're doing with Spider-Man and the whole uh, franchise, the whole rights. I don't like we, any of it. Wait, 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 wait a minute. What are we saying here? Oh, let's go. Listen, listen. Lately, the last few years. Exactly, and what though? Because those Spider-Man games are amazing. The, oh, and I, 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 we, I go was, we go with the games. We go with the games. No, we go with the games. Talking about the whole making their own universe. Okay, so like Sony, what, I I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it begins. Can you stop taking these? Uh, I know you own the rights to things Spider-Man, uh, which I'm fine with that. But stop taking the villains and trying to make these He's anti-hero movies. He's going there because if you do another one, which you are, I know you're working on Craven right now. Don't so, wait, wait. Like, Craven's a quitter. He killed himself, and that's the best thing he ever did. Yeah, yeah Craven shouldn't be an anti-hero good guy. Venom should not have been. My mic's especially going down. for your first two movies. That shouldn't have been the start. Uh, like let's let's not do this with the villains. I know you were trying to hold on to the contract because that's what is slated. If they don't make a Spider-Man release movie within a certain mm -hmm. amount of years, they but, lose but the rights. But Madam Web is so deep and interesting. Oh my gosh, I hate Madam Web so much. <laughs> Listen, I I am literally I'm one of the biggest Spider-Man like fanatics. I did art for Spider-Man Two. I did uh, for Sony's website and all that stuff for Spider-Man Two. I did art for that. I've done other Marvel stuff all all over in like New York in the past couple of years. My kid is named Jonathan Parker. Uh, he has an uh -huh. uncle Ben. Like my life is very Spider Man. Like yeah, stay out of my life. You stay out of my life. <laughs> all right, people looking at me. I, I I love you, but I'll fight you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, good, good. That's right. That's right. You'll see his face later, too. Yeah, he's he, he going to show up in it. Don't worry. But no, I, I'm really just annoyed with it. Kung Fu Dog. You know, you know he, he, he knows he Michael Jai White, right? right at your face, man. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I've we are, we run in the same circles. I, I figured we, that. We, 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 yeah, yeah, me I'm and just saying, guy, he yeah. might have Michael Jai White on speed dial. Right. Uh, yeah, we've been in the movie fighting and all that. So yeah, we run in the same circles. Yeah, well, we're going to get a live fight right here real quick? Yeah. I mean... No, no, I'm actually, I'm actually training Two right now. Enter. I have to, I have One to lose like leave. thirty more. Two pounds. man enter. One <laughs> man leave. No, no, I'm too weak right now. I literally, I got a month. I got to lose weight for a shoot. Uh, you know, I'm so feeble right, right so, now. So, so we expect that in a month, guys. Yeah, yeah. After that, I'm gonna eat up, beef up, and fight you. With, with everything you've done in the uh, industry, so does um, how did you get started? Aside uh, to having a passion, um, what phone call did you make that changed everything? Uh, well, first, when I was younger, back in my day, um, there were computers didn't have color besides green and black. Uh, <laughs> neither, neither did Game Boy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was making computer games back then, because I learned how to uh, reverse engineer uh, the code known as BASIC. And mm -hmm. I started making my own computer games, because I wanted to emulate Nintendo. And then mm -hmm. I started making magazines to beat my games. And then I would sell them as subscriptions to people in the neighborhood and teachers and my fellow students. Wow. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep doing this. I, I would just go to the store and look at the cheat codes and try and memorize them. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that, too. Oh, trust me, I've done that. Uh, and so what I ended up doing was years later, at one point, I, I ended up homeless. My whole life fell apart and all that as a kid. As a kid, I learned to, to be hungry. And, like, I've... I've spoke about it a lot of 
you know, public appearances, how I've eaten trash. I've eaten half-eaten burgers out of trash cans. I lived underneath 69th Street Bridge. Mm. I used to be homeless. Now, I got $1,000 plus watches on all day, every day. I don't give a ding dong. <laughs> all right, so, but. He thought he had it. I, I have it now. Thanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but no, no. it, it really is, is about just, like, never giving up. It's perseverance is the first thing. Finding the one thing that you really like. And, and making a reason why. Like, if you have a reason why you want to do it, besides it's it's cool. Like, if you have, like, oh, I, one of the things with my company when I started it is I never saw a lot of black women as, like, anime characters and stuff like that. So I was like, my mascot is going to be a black anime girl. It's going to be so awesome. Because, like, there was... Uh, there was a need, not necessarily a need for everybody else, but for me. There was a lack of representation. Know, right. Yeah. And I didn't, and so I started doing that, and I was like, I love Dragon Ball. I love all these other things. I love all the stuff that I was in, uh, like getting from Japan because I was working in studios and like seeing this stuff, and I'm like, uh-huh. where are the black folk? And I, but I, but I didn't want to make a black version of their stuff. Right. I wanted to make <clears throat> my own stuff. So then I started making my own characters and coming up with stuff and like started making games based on stuff I like, but making my own versions of them, not tokenized versions of them. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that it would have the appeal that it did. But I guess I learned marketing from being homeless because you you have to learn how to hustle and make a cent, you know, get a couple dollars to eat some food. So like, here we are. Like now I own stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've officially made it. Um, You've well past made it. You're you're doing good. Um, I'm very impressed. Yeah, I'm 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 blessed. I'm not going to say anything else besides I'm blessed because like there's opportunity and then there's like you there's so many things you deal with with even personal pride. Like there's different obstacles in the world like that are internally externally that can stop you from getting where you are. Right. Uh, So. I'm all about like, if you into something, I'm like, let's support it, let's make it big, let's let's, let's do it. That's why I asked you guys earlier. I was like, yo, let, let me get your social so I can like do some stuff and like Absolutely. you know do some dope stuff with you guys. So yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm always about like helping everybody out because. There, as much as people don't believe it, there's enough money out there for everybody. There's, there's, there's enough. Don't let the media teach you like there's only one winner like. I mean, there's first place, but we don't be, be mad at the you know second place. The second place still making bread, you yeah. know. Absolutely. Like, yep. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely right. Yep. So, no, no, no. It's just uh, all the stuff. Like I, I've won awards. Like I've I have about thirty awards under my belt, and I'm in the encyclopedia of black comics. So. Y'all can check, yeah, check that book yeah. out. It's the Encyclopedia of Black Comics. You can find it anywhere. It's on everything. It's all the influential black folk in comics. Y'all hear that on Instagram? Follow it. Get on it. Search it. And go to J1Con. Do it. Please. I need the money. (laughs) (laughs) J1Con. Like, this stuff is expensive. (laughs) Y'all don't know how much money it costs to make it. I've been doing it for 10 years. Support the craft. Please. I got bills. You know, (laughs) do you have room for uh, geeks at the nerd table table at your con? I don't know. Well, uh... What you willing to do for it? Not me, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just meant uh, it could have been a hug. Hugs are one thing. Hugs are one thing. (laughs) 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 No, 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 no. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. I have to throw you in there, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hey, what what are you willing to do for it? No, but my buddy Larry here. He's very nice. (laughs) 
<laughs> Yo, he likes hugs. He loves hugs. He's got a pretty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like seriously, my wife is like right there, bro. She's alright. So back to you. Yeah, right. like, look, I, I've seen this on on, on HBO. Like, when 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 you got your convention started, how did it originally start? You said it's, this is year number ten. Yeah, they were celebrating. Where did it year. start at? Uh, I used to do monthly events uh, with this girl, Marion Beal. We used to do like these monthly, like low. Hotel Costing. conventions? No, not oh, okay. even. I would take like rec centers and, oh, wow. and I would turn them into like mini conventions so that like families who are like low income families could go and just experience like like Comic Con type stuff throughout the, you know, it wow, would be, like so monthly events yeah. so they could just come out like a place to get kids off the street so they could just have fun, nerd out, and be themselves. So, and now here we at. Here we are. So, just uh, for information-wise, you can look up everything uh, just following this man. You can follow him on uh, J1 Studio. And the J, is it called the J1-a-con? Oh, yeah, uh, J1-con, like the letter J, J1 number con. one, C-O-N. Yeah, I jacked that up, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that the was J, terrible. The J1-con, <laughs> <laughs> J1 both of y'all, the J1-con is going to be in Atlantic City. November 4th through the 6th. Am I right on that? Right. Yeah, yeah. Woo -woo. Yeah, yeah. Let's I go. got a good memory. No, he just told me. <laughs> I just told him. Yeah, yeah he, just, he just told Cheater. me. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's going down. It's going down. Please check him out. Go out. Support. Because everyone can use everybody's support. And I'm sure he will welcome it. He will want it. Uh, he definitely has our support. And we're definitely a fan of yours, bro. Yeah, what? I, no, what? No, what? I'm not. Who's fans? What? Me? I ain't no. I, look, I'm I'm just a brother that likes doing nerdy stuff, and I just want. See, he knows I'm, I've been a brother to just wanting nerdy people to do nerdy things because I like Yo, to see people just. Isn't that how we started, bro? Just exactly. getting together, geeky dudes talking about nerdy things, bro? That's it. Yeah. And that's it. There goes one of my board of directors right there. He's providing the gaming outside at the event here. Oh, yeah. Oh, what's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> yeah, I put him on blast. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, he looked I'm like sorry. a deer in headlights. He's like, he like, freeze. <laughs> deer in headlights. <laughs> Red light, green light. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm sorry. Y'all just made me come in here, and I'm, I'm so used to doing radio. I just commandeered this whole thing. I, oh, no, I love it. Nah. We, we appreciate your time. We appreciate more. We appreciate your talent, bro. You know, because to come up with one of these things that you have done is, you know, it's commendable. But to come up with you know, a startup, something else is over there. This game that's here that made someone that don't play card games extremely interested now. I mean, come on now. This we 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 talking about Mike you. or are you talking about your daughter here? Yeah, she's been over there like, been, the whole she's day. Still like, there. She I, I she did one round. She's a fan. Uh, maybe she, two later. She's gonna be a pro at, by the end of today. She's she's gonna try to make me into a pro. No, you're gonna play, bro. I don't want. I mean, <laughs> I, I would. I can't wait to play London. Yeah, 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 look at look at me and say that. Look at me and say that. Right here, right now. Say that to my face. I will, I can't wait to play. All right now. Yo, you All got right, a video after he plays too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Well, I'm You're supposed to be my friend, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm here for London, no. and I'm here for him, all right? <laughs> yo, yo, that's how you professionally throw somebody under the bus. Yeah, like, you know, that's, yeah, yeah, that is yeah, quality. Good job. Right exactly. That's quality. Bro, we appreciate you, man. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, I want to hear y'all talk more about this nerd stuff so I can, like, geek out with y'all. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure, man. I'm going to be over there watching. This well, watching? Thank you for sharing Just your story. Um, 
hopefully it gets out there and other people can understand it takes inspiration it takes drive it takes willpower thank you yeah no 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 thank you guys for having oh, me yeah, as he, like, graciously hey, hops away hey, real quick. Hey, Spider-Man. <laughs> hey, guys. Go ahead. We're going to AC, y'all. We're going go worldwide now. I mean, listen, look. Uh, we're going to AC, guys. We're going to AC. We're gonna, even get your money. We're going to be bit. We're going to bend some stuff. Wait, what? I'll just tell you this. We're going to get casinos uh, afterwards. We're going to bend. Uh, no, uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't gamble, bro. Uh, I, I don't like suck. being broke. <laughs> I'll just tell you this. This, uh... This guy, Spider-Man, better have a table for us because we coming, man. We're going to be there. We're going to be there, Paul. Spider-Man is across the room, and now Larry's talking tough. Pause. My bad. Bad choice of words there, Larry. Pause. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We will be there. Or be square. Oh, uh, honey, can I Can I go? <laughs> can, can I go? No. She's going no. too. Can I go? I'm, I'm, can I go too? Yeah. Can I? Okay. I got you. Yeah. Okay. You got the you got okay? Your, My you got guy. You go, Shay. Yeah. What you not you not? I gotta nothing. yeah regardless. Cause my girl's like, just go. Yo, Goodbye. Yo, if y'all would see my you, wife's face you, right now, they to be honest with you, I ask her, but I probably know she probably will go with me. So yes, road trip, road, road trip. trip, road trip. <laughs> Yo, the look of death is on me right now. It's crazy. Oh I my god. You. Oh my god. Oh, uh, hold up, everybody, pause. There we go. All right. What a great story, too, the ad. Oh, that's, a, that's a really a phenomenal story. inspiration. Phenomenal story. Yeah, to, to, go from, to go from homeless. Yeah, eating you know, trash. To, you know, to where he's at right now with, you know, it's, with really all inspiring. the things that he works on and all the things that he's done. No, it's, you know, how can you not be inspired to say, like, yo, no matter what I'm going through, I know I can, I know I can make it. And I know we talk about it and a also, lot, too. You know, we'll always say, yo, guys, like, make sure you trace your dreams and stuff like that. That is proof of what happens when you duck down and take care of business and do what you got to do on a daily basis. That man has been doing this for 10 years and is where he's at because of those 10 years. So proof is in the pudding, guys. Mm. If Our work pays off. If there's something you don't see, you make it happen. And congratulations to him. Yeah, yeah for absolutely. sure. Had absolutely. a dream. He had. A, he went for it. He got it. No, nope. you know what? Sometimes it takes you being down on your back in order for you to look up and have something to dream about. Absolutely. You know I what mean, I mean? Yeah. And that's definitely where where he definitely was. You know, look, I, I, I commend the man and, and and to have the spirit that he has, man. He he just been joyful and happy the whole entire time. Exactly. We've been I mean, listen, you gotta you look know, at it so. this way. It's like you're the most hungry when you have nothing to eat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. You are the most hungry when you have nothing to eat, and that is, like I said, it's going to be the drive. It's going to be everything. The focus is going to be heightened, and like I said, it's 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 proof that things don't happen overnight. You know what I mean? We're mm-hmm. we're just starting off. This is our tenth episode. You know, we've been doing this since March. We're we're mm-hmm. way behind of where we want to be at, but we know that if we continue to do this, we're going to get there, and it's just going to take some time. Absolutely, mm. and you know what? And we have the drive to go ahead and do it. I know I, I, I know I do. It's about drive. It's about power. Yeah, it's about it's about drive and passion. It's about Red Bulls and giving me wings. And yeah, all right, yeah, cool. All right, all right, all right. I don't drink Red Bulls, so I can have tea. You're naturally energetic. You don't need any. <laughs> That's not true. All you gotta do is all you gotta do is to say Sony. <laughs> <laughs> the face is just like Sony. Once, once again, I love my PlayStation, Sony. Yeah, Keep I, it I up. Do, I lo- I, yeah, I love your PlayStation. Just get the rest back to Marvel. Uh, uh, oh, uh, man, here we go. Uh, okay, got I'm it. Leave it at that. Leave it at that. Leave it at that. 
Are we done? <laughs> you done, Kev? No, but yeah, I'm done for uh, now. Do <laughs> <laughs> so you want to continue on with, 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 with someone else right now? Or what, uh, what I do mean, you want to do? I mean, Wait till they come around. So stick around, guys. We're gonna have some more guys coming around for the interviews. Um, we're actually gonna be doing some panel coming up soon. So we'll give you guys a little bit of a four one one about happens there. So yeah, mm -hmm. stay tuned because there's more coming at you at the Ambler Comic Con. And we out. We out. Let's do it. But, but temporarily. Temporarily. Yeah. Temporary, we're out. Yeah. All right, so we're back again here, guys, at the Ambler Comic Con. I'm here with Epose Comics. Uh, go ahead and get to what's your name, guys? How you doing? I'm Darrell Walker. And I'm Jared Rigmaiden. All right. Uh, so go ahead and give me a little bit of backstory where you guys started and uh, what your comic book's about. So uh, right now, my book is the, only, is the only book that we have out from Epos. Um, my book is The Strings, and it basically takes place 150 years in the future. Uh, corporations run the world, government doesn't exist anymore. So it's basically like just a true telling of what's going on right now. Yeah. But um, like basically they're, uh, the corporation is trying to like keep control of the people and the population. So during a pandemic, they come up with a microchip that basically heals people from the, the illness, but it also makes them a more enhanced person, stronger, faster. They no longer need like simple things like glasses or anything like that anymore. But then it also is uh, a very strong form of control because just like say you take your cell phone everywhere, you will basically have to have this with you everywhere. So it'd be the only way you can access stores, access different things, spend money, stuff like that. And the people who are enhanced, they live a hundred, like a hundred stories above, right above ground. Where gotcha. people who are poor don't have the chip, they live down on the ground floor, and they live like we live now. Mm, mm, okay. All right. So that's deep. <laughs> that's deep. Even from like, don't need glass. I mean, you went where? What was your inspiration for this? type of storyline it's not like a super soldier syndrome with so, so really what i did was um mind you i wrote this story like 10 years ago there was a story that i seen about um like in the in i forgot either online or in the newspaper it was something called the vera chip and the vera chip was something that they were using experimentally to put into senior citizens and this chip which is actually in use now, which I found out is they actually use it now, but they have it in elderly folks to um, keep up on their medical history. Mm. So like say, like your grandfather has diabetes, has you know all these different ailments, he'll go like, and he goes to a hospital that isn't his hospital, all they have to do is scan the chip and all his medical history will basically show up. Mm. So I just basically took that idea and because everything always starts with good intentions, but it ended up warping and turning into into something, you know, way more sinister because there's always an underlying, you know, use for something, especially when it comes to something like that. It could be uh, like a military application. That's what it always ends up coming into, into play is how we can use this to make give us an advantage. Do you see your book as a finite series, like a set number of issues? Do you plan on doing ongoing? The story in your head, like, uh, does it have, have a beginning, middle, and end? I don't have an end. Like, I've thought this, 
from us, like we've been doing, like we've been planning this out for years and talking about it for years. And I've already written three of the books and I really like, and I know where the story's going. Like we've already thought about where the story's going, but I don't see an end. Like I don't have an end in my head of actually when it's supposed to end. It's just that one thing that we do stick to as far as what we were wanted to do as far as our characters was concerned is we didn't want to make another Batman, another Spider-Man, another Superman. And I don't say that as in like down talking them like they're bad characters. I say that as in Batman, if you took Bruce Wayne from when Batman was created, he should be geriatric or dead. You know, Batman should not be alive. He right. should be like 90 years old with a walker. He shouldn't be with a cape still jumping off, you know, flying around beating people up. Perpetual 35. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, like even Superman nice. in his age, like Superman should at least have some gray. Like Superman is over 80 years old. Yeah. Like, so to we want to make characters that you're going to love, but then also you understand that they do pass on, they die. Mm -hmm. Like the ultimate sacrifice of a hero is that they're willing to make that ultimate sacrifice. If you just constantly have this hero constantly come up, almost die, but he finds a way out of it. That's not, I mean, he can still be a hero, but that, I just, it doesn't seem like he's ready to go to that that extent or that, that level. So you're, you're really taking that human side of the whole hero story yeah. and really showing that in real time because like just you saying that it makes it really cool because it's like i can grow old with this character you know what i'm saying right you know not to talk yeah. bad but if they go you know what i mean it's like dang all right well dang i saw the beginning the middle end in my own life you know what i'm saying right. so that's a really nice way of looking at it yeah that's definitely awesome especially you say you have stakes you know you know if someone gets their hand cut off they're gonna have their hand cut off forever right um and they're not gonna be okay at the end that's awesome you don't see that enough yeah it, it's just it's like i said i've been reading comics we've all been reading comics forever and even though like i said we love these characters that, that we've grown up with but then we've also and you actually see it now in comics nowadays where they're trying to move to another medium, to another person. They're trying to find the next Batman, the next Superman, the next Spider-Man. So they, they know that they're like, they've been hawking on these characters for almost 50 years. Like, let's, let's like, get active and get to somebody else. Like, somebody else needs to take the mantle. And it shouldn't have been a whole 80-year passage for you know, you to finally get somebody besides Bruce Wayne wearing the, the cow. Mm -hmm. You finally have comics that have reached the uh, quadruple digits with Detective and Action and, um, you know, 1003, 1004. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's cool. It is, I mean, it's nice to know that they had that long of a run, but when I really think about it, I just think that you're kind of like regurgitating the same story. Oh, over always. it's a never-ending story at and that like, point. I even said to, um, like, earlier where it's like, one of the reasons why I think like the Batman movie that just came out and even the recent Spider-Man movies that came out, why they are better than some of their predecessors is because they didn't have to rehash the story of Bruce Wayne's parents dying. They didn't have to go where Uncle Ben dies in, in his arms all over again. Like, let's stop telling the same thing over and over again and get to actual new stories. Mm -hmm. when, when you picked up your first comic at, say, 8, did you know the whole backstory? No, you jumped right into the story, and that's... Right. That's what's going to happen nowadays. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, they're so well told and, and running to the ground. I, I, just, I just think that it just needs a change in the guard. And you see it with a lot of the content for 
like characters like even like like like, like Miss Marvel. Like when they did Miss Marvel, they like Marvel literally got a whole new crew of people in order to write this book because they didn't have anybody who could come from that point of view. Mm -hmm. They didn't have anybody that was, you know, that studied Islam. They didn't have any, you know, Muslim females. They didn't have any of that, those dynamics and they had to get that in order for them to actually be able to make a good story. Oh, definitely. You can't fake it. You yeah. have to do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I, I, I totally agree. I just think that in order to tell good stories, you don't necessarily have to have the same characters coming back over and over and over again. And that is like one of our main, that that's was one of our focuses when we kind of put this company together. We wanted to tell good stories, but also tell good continual stories. Like eventually, if your kids read an EPO's comic book, you know, 20 years from now, they won't see the characters from then or if they do they'll be completely different right. and they'll be completely altered and there'll be new heroes out there and they old heroes might still be there but they'll be old heroes yeah you know like like you said not a perpetual complete always 35 batman which <laughs> kind of kind of reminds me a little bit of what the star wars universe is doing now so we still have those old heroes there right. but now you're getting new characters like the mandalorian you know you're getting grogu and stuff like that so that's a really cool way to look at it how you guys are doing it too and it constantly grows yeah exactly you no know, because at any time as you go through the life of a character you can at any time make another character you know mm -hmm. what i mean and make make that character's life important to the story Right. And, and if you want, you can even branch off on those other, all those new characters. And now you have two different series. Exactly. Yeah. Now, because now you have another character, and you can see how they live. And it'll be totally different. Well, it's, it's good. Well, it's see, one thing that was good about what we did as far as a company was that my book takes place 150 years in the future. But Darrell's book takes place in the present day. But it takes place kind of on a different realm. Mm. Like his book is the demise, and the demise is you know in a, in its own right, its own like it's not science fiction; it's more fantasy, but it uh -huh. still you know kind of goes on them same lines. But I'm gonna let him it, like yeah. go it ahead. Sounds there, like you're organically yeah. growing a universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I appreciate definitely. it, man. Uh, so basically, like too, right? There right? yeah, yeah, you go. Should I do it? I'm about <laughs> to Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> So, so basically, Demise, I like to sum it up as the story of death and his people. So Demise is basically about the Grim Reaper, and it's a race of, and a race of the Grim Reapers are called Preanimites. I drew the Preanimite because they were in, I seen something about the Preanimites being like the first human beings God made. And I didn't hmm. make that up, I just drew that, and I drew inspiration from that. So basically, angels and demons are getting killed, they're getting murdered. The only person that can murder them or somebody that's a reaper. So you got angels and you got demons. Yeah. You got you got angels and you got demons trying to kill the reapers. So basically I like to look at the reapers as like a neutral party. They are a hornet's nest, just like in real life. A hornet won't bother you unless you bother them. Unless you bother yep. And then once they get you, they're you gonna just, fight back. They're gonna fight back yep. and you're gonna regret it. So there's mysterious dust between angels and demons and all fingers are pointing to the reapers. So it's basically him trying to navigate his way through the carnage that's spent. So first off, just looking at the cover for that, it looks menacing. It looks it looks dark. It looks like 
Man, it it looks amazing. And who? Wait, did you? He's the artist. Right he's the artist. Oh my God! Of course, it does. The artist. That right there. Hieroglyphics is the artist. That is a beautiful, beautiful artwork for that cover, man. I have no idea. Surprise! Yeah. It's yeah. crazy how it just came up here, right? Yeah, that was right. perfect timing. Perfect timing, perfect right timing. There, you, know I mean? you know, and I was—I okay. don't know if I was telling you guys earlier, but it just gave me like a like a Lord of the Rings vibe with all the Nazgul and all that yeah. stuff, and like the dark kind of hoods and all that. Like, it just looks great. I appreciate Gee, that. Props to you, man. That was good, the, good work on that. The artist. He's right over. He's right. He's right. He's right just there. Just hop on over. Come on, come on over, man. man. Let the people see your face. <laughs> Let me see your face. Can, can I say something real quick? Oh, yeah, of course. He, he's like, he's like an extended Epo's family. Yeah, right. Before, Come on, get in here. Before, he's all real nice, nice and close. Before Power jump in, I want to say something. So he drew, I think, believe the first 15 pages of this, and then we're going over the book. So he's reading what I wrote, and Pyro like, damn, damn, you wrote that? Damn. <laughs> It made me feel good about myself. But, uh, <laughs> well, I, I can say one one thing is that um, Pyro did the promotion posters that we have. He also did our banner, like the, the basically the, the the banner that we have. And like I told him before, we were at another con, and I was, literally said, I was like, yo, like you gave me like so many more ideas mm -hmm. for the character just by what you drew when you made the character. And it just like like I I love when an artist can inspire like it, like if what I wrote inspires you to do something and you can inspire me I think it's like a win win yeah and so, and that's definitely what he did with with with, with um the designs because we came up with the ideas but then he just like knocked them out of the park yeah I mean that that picture right there is great too with the motorcycle bike and everything that looks it looks. It looks present time, but it also looks futuristic. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's a yeah. really nice touch because the motorcycle doesn't look like it's hovering. It's got wheels still. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like yeah. a nice feel to it. So you're saying it was a, a, even with the collaboration you guys started going into it, um, the inspiration for the, the bike itself, the bike is amazing looking. Um, did you have any um, idea as far as the inspirations for what you were drawing? First off, I just want to shout out Epo's comic books. I've been begging to get on this podcast for years and uh, been denied many times. Uh, many, many nights crying alone in the bathtub. Uh, you know, but, but. With the candles but, and everything, bro. Like everything. You know, a little Eric Benet playing. But now, but now, thanks to Epo's comments, I made it. I'm here. So, you know, thanks for that. Um, second of all, nah, it, it is an amazing world that they created in the various comic books, uh, from strings to demise. You know, like you can really see the uh, attention to detail that they have in crafting the characters. Yeah. So that made it easy, and then especially with strings, they have a blueprint already. They have the book out. Um, you know, so I was, it, it, I was building off of that, and um, you know, I just, I just started, you know, going through Google, looking at a bunch of stuff that I liked, and uh, was like, all right, how, how can I flip it? But really, is is from is from the foundation that these guys laid out. And uh, as far as demise, you know, shout out to Rel, what he was, you know, what he was saying, you know, um, I appreciate the love for the book, but um, Rel, I, I had the most uh, interactive relationship with Rel because. You know, we we're working on the book directly as opposed to strings. It was more like just coming on to do like a third party art. work or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, but just really seeing how Rel's mind works, 
and they getting to know him as a person, it, it made it it made it easier too to really he's really in depth. You know, it's not one of he but he also gives me freedom. Right. Like he also but you know what Sean like here's here's what I sketch because he's an artist too. You know what I mean? Doing I don't know. We should we should oh, point that out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, you know what I mean? I guess you got like a nice like blueprint. Right. From you know the get go. So you kind of be like, all right, let me add my little flair to it. You know so what I'm mean? gonna say this in front of them, and this is no hyperbole or nothing. I'm not just saying this for the sake of saying it, right? I told you this the other day, bro. I would love to get to a point where I'm exclusive to e-posts. Oh, you remember me yeah. say that? Like, yeah. Y'all hear it first, guys. I was like, because the other partner who isn't here, shout out to Brother E. Brother yeah. He's Brother got e. a crazy concept world going on, too. I'm this, like, yo, I want to draw everything. Yeah, the swordsman. <laughs> I want to draw yeah, the, the mugs. Yeah. I want to like, draw got, strings, the swordsman. I mean, he has a, a book called Sleepy Swordsman, Waking Buddha. It's our third partner, Strivis, who own a company. The third partner is E. He kind of brought everybody together. And his book is Sleeping Swordsman, Waking Buddha. Which uh, takes place basically after the world ends and comes back together. Oh, okay. So it has like no grounding in anything that we know. It's pretty much open season. Yeah. Open season. yeah. So it, but his you can book, find a, a dragon fighting an alien. Yeah. His, his, <laughs> but his book has, now you're talking. It touches on so many different things, and you know, like even with like with my book, with Rel's book, you know, with um, with E's book, we all try and you know have some type of certain messaging in. Mm -hmm. like with me my book i always said like my book was basically social commentary mm -hmm. like i'm basically telling you like if you don't change what the path the path that you're on this is the eventual outcome you know like global warming in my book is very relevant because the people in my world live in zones where they're all packed up together oh, like wow. the whole the world doesn't exist the way it used to Florida is gone. California is a bunch of islands because wow. of earthquakes and different things. The Midwest is just a dust bowl because Ooh. there is no, you know, like because weather is so rampant and so bad. So it's just so many different things that we use in our right in the way we write stuff. Like even with like Rel's book, like Can I tap in real quick? Yeah, no, definitely. So so my book is more about family. Yeah. Even though it's about death and the Green River, it's about family. Cause I got daddy issues. Like, I'm just gonna, like, my daddy Grimm is a little, yeah. little hard one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome so, to the club. So it's about family, you know, like coming apart, coming back together. Uh, our partner E book, his book is more, and I don't want to butcher it. I'm sorry if I get this wrong, but I'm thinking and assuming it's about redemption. Redemption. Yeah, redemption, it's about redemption. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. So it's so we, real world life in a hundred years away. And then daddy issues from <laughs> from the Grim Reaper from and Grim Reaper. the rest of the fam. So do you look forward to like seeing that stuff, man. I really do. Yeah. Do you guys have plans to plant seeds for, in demise that will eventually lead into strings? We were gonna do it, but we opted out of it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean that's still like that's like something that's tentative. Um, my my book and his book really don't cross any problems as far as like doing something like that so no but, multiversal well, transitions no. from one so to can, can we put it like this the, the giant like, crossover right. I, put, I put it like uh each book has enough like lore in it mm -hmm. to where we wouldn't need to cross over yeah, it's standalone like stand it can hold its own yeah. weight and yes. so on and so forth because like i like when we did like when we did all of these like when we set up to do all of the books we kind of already thought of like backstory and stuff like that like when I wrote the strings, I actually also wrote a little treatment called The Rise of the Fall. And that basically takes place in present day and shows how this all starts. 
and how the government basically falls and why mm. it falls. And again, I always say this, like, I hope I don't get men in black one day because, you know, somebody knock on my door and think I'm giving too many, like, answers or too many <laughs> secrets. But basically, government rips itself apart on its own. Like, you know, corrupt government is what basically takes government down right. because people lose faith in government they're willing to put faith in a corporation more than they are in government and that is something that we're doing to this day like like every day it's, yeah so it, it like i said it my my book and it is really just social commentary on what the possible future is to bring yeah. all right look 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 before we go even more down this rabbit hole so <laughs> we could talk about this forever yeah i don't i don't want y'all hearing what it ends and how it ends or the middle i want y'all to get in contact with these gentlemen and buy these books support them buy them do okay i'm talking both cameras <laughs> spend your money and buy their stuff okay i'm sorry hi we want your money uh, <laughs> so so i'll do a quick little shameless plug though um, Where can we go, find? Definitely go on our website, epostcomics.com. You can go on our website and check out. Um, we have short stories. Like, I just wrote a short story that's on there called A Million Stories in the City. Mm. And it takes a really mundane, out-of-place character that is only has, like, two lines in the comic. But it goes and shows you a whole day in the life of this character. Okay. So you kind of get to see how he ends up where he does in the comic book. And we're going to do more of those. And we also have our own little um, podcast that we did during the pandemic that was just like us rating all these different TV shows and movies that were coming out in the last like couple years. Also, sounds like a collab. Also, yeah. uh, our partner E, I believe it's tomorrow, right, Pyro? He's going to be on your show. Yeah, he's yeah, gonna he's going to be on Pyro's podcast. Our partner E, you can see right now, you get a, a good visual and a good feel of the good person that he is. When he's on another good person show, Pyro. Somebody at the door. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and his show comes on tomorrow. I'll let you say, I don't know the exact times. Oh, you know, if, if it's okay. No, I go for it, man. Like, Listen, no, 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 no. open form. Open uh, right so, um, yeah, I do. A, I have a comic book networking group called the Zion Network. And every Sunday at 5, we do a live podcast. Uh, and uh, shout out to my, my team, uh, the whole Zion Shadow Cabinet, as I like to call them, my co-host, Julian. And um, yeah, we're gonna have Brother E from E Post comments, and then eventually, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have the whole crew on. Yeah. So yeah, tune in 5 p.m. live on Zion Network. Uh, T H E S I O N N E T W O R K. The Zion Network. Awesome. Yes, sir. Well, gentlemen, I appreciate y'all, yes. man. Oh, yeah, and uh, sure. and uh, just in case, this one here. I've known this man for, I'm not even going to say how many years, but we graduated while, together yeah. back in 19, blah, 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 I Thank met this man you. like three months ago, and I said, "Oh, I have a new podcast. I would love to have an artist like you on there." And look what happened! <laughs> <laughs> look at gone! Look at gone! <laughs> so I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you know. You already know. You already know how I feel about you, bro. You're the man. Yo, thank y'all guys so much. Yeah. Appreciate y'all time. Yep. Hey, look.
Thank you. Thank you. Check them out. Check them out. Check them out. Epo's Comics, guys. Thank you. What a day. That was oh, fun. Oh, that was a lot of fun. My goodness. Oh, a lot fan. of editing to do. Shut it. Uh, I know. Uh, that, this, uh, <laughs> man, we, we got a chance to interview some awesome individuals. Good job, gentlemen. Yeah. This, Good job. Applause, Thank you, sir. Good job, ladies. Good job. I thank y'all guys so much. The ones behind the scenes. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Clap. <laughs> Shay's got uh, like the biggest smile holding this thing up. <laughs> she just wants to she just just She's tired. I'm tired, ready to go. I'm tired, ready to go home. And my wife is doing the same thing. She's <laughs> tired, ready to go home. But no, we we appreciate y'all guys. We really, really do. Thank y'all guys so much, gentlemen. What a fantastic day! Fantastic. What a day! What, and you know what? what? A fantastic Let's keep day. going. I'm looking for the next one. Take right, it Jay? to the next level. That next one, right? In November. In November. We. Uh, yeah. 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 Fourth in Atlantic City. November 4th through the 6th. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'll be there. Yes. With the J1Con. The J1Con. J1Con. The J1Con. I said it right that time, Jay. Thank you. <laughs> He's like, don't screw it up, Larry. Anything for Spider-Man. So. <laughs> Look, so I don't need to give a word of inspiration at the end. I believe the whole entire day should have been just enough inspiration that you guys need from you have one person say that they went from home from being homeless to having his own con having his own con of himself over in ac to mr tony with 20 years of background and and writing and comic booking and everything you have enough inspiration by itself so just get up and just do it anything else guys no no we going to ac baby <laughs> I, I don't want to gamble We'll have to get yeah, it. Yeah, I, like, I don't like losing money. Okay, anyway, we're, <laughs> we're done. Uh, welcome to the table, guys. Until next time, we out. Toodles. And tired. Peace. Peace. Peace.